The Bureau of Labor Statistics reported a record number of people quitting their jobs in August. It was 4.3 million, to be exact. In April 2020, 2 million people quit their jobs, which started an upward trend of record numbers of people quitting their jobs. And every month since then, from April 2020 until now, the number keeps going up month after month. Obviously, a lot of people lost their jobs as well through being fired. But what we haven't talked about enough of is all the people that are choosing to quit. Why are people leaving their comfortable nine to five job? And where are they going? Let's get into it. A survey run by Upward.com recently revealed that up to 10 million people are considering freelancing. So of the people, the 25% of the employees that are quitting are considering or are considering quitting are thinking about freelancing. So why is that? Because freelancing is the only way that you can guarantee the many things that companies are not giving employees, which is leading to them quitting, like flexible work schedule, higher pay, ability to attend to personal needs much easier. There have been many polls conducted from a variety of sources all year to gather information on why people are quitting. And I'm going to give you a summary of the findings. Um... And it's not just one thing uh, that's driving people to quit. Some people keep trying to argue, oh, it's this or oh, it's this. Well, it's not just one thing. Everyone has their own reasons. But there are some common denominators that seem to that a lot of people seem to share and why they're quitting. There were also 1.3 million firings in August, and that number is expected to keep going up throughout the fall. So the first reason uh, for people quitting their jobs is that many people got used to working from home during the pandemic with more flexibility and when they got called back to the office they didn't want to go back and a lot of companies were unwilling to permanently do things differently some companies were willing to permanently do things differently and those companies aren't losing as many people they were willing to adapt and say hey let's just for employees that want to work at home let's let them continue to work at home it saves us money we don't have to have as big of an office space And it's a win-win. But other companies are a little more stubborn in trying to go back to the way things were. Um, The number two reason is mistreatment. Um, This is something that isn't new because of the pandemic. Um, It's been going on forever. Um, And of course, it depends on the company and which ways people are being mistreated. But employees have always had issues with mistreatment. And let me define that. Uh, Things like low pay, uh, being definitely underpaid and overworked. Uh, Pay increases, not even coming close to keeping up with inflation and rising living costs. Another mistreatment is not being allowed to address personal needs or even family crises without the risk of losing your job. A very large lack of understanding from employers when they have to address family needs and them just not caring enough about your your personal life and the importance of that and not realizing that if you have your personal life in order, you're going to do better in your job. <laughs> so it really is in their best interest. You just had a baby? Ah, who cares? You know, come back to the office in three days. <laughs> they expect employees to prioritize their job over everything else. 
over every other demand of life. And it really should be the opposite. And that's something I'm a huge advocate for. And that's why I support freelancing, because you can put your family first every single day. The pandemic really empowered employees um, to demand remote work options, a power that they're not willing to give away. Um, That remote work allowed them to address those family needs. Now, in an employee situation, you still only have so much ability to address those needs because you still are required to put in a certain amount of hours of work. And uh, so you can still end up very burnt out. Now, the number three reason is there are a record number of job openings, which gives people options so they don't have to keep taking their employer's abuse. They have a lot of options they can choose from now. They have a lot of uh, buying power. (laughs) And now this is a chicken and the egg scenario because a lot of the people quitting is also causing a lot more job openings, but also a lot of the firings have caused a lot of job openings and a lot of people just deciding not to work. There's been um, certain incentives to not work with the various stimulus programs that have existed throughout the pandemic, you know, which are coming to a close, but that did contribute to a lot of people deciding to just not work. That is one, one of the reasons, not the only reason. Here's an important one that does represent a portion of people quitting. It's hard to say exactly what percentage but it is large enough to contribute to a known reason that people are leaving, and that is discrimination in the office against people's political or religious beliefs. The pandemic, for some reason, caused your political and religious beliefs to now become super relevant, whereas it wasn't very relevant before. Your employer or your colleagues did not care who you voted for and what religion you belonged to and what those beliefs, those personal beliefs were Um, But now many people are witnessing companies taking very strong stances uh, in in politics. They're they're becoming activists. And if you don't join the company's position on some certain political issue, then now you you first get socially shunned in the office and could then risk losing your job, that they then find a way to get rid of you. And a lot of employees figure, well, I'll just quit before I get fired. Um, and these companies are causing them to lose a lot of quality employees over them taking such loud political stances all of a sudden. Um, and also becoming very uh, discriminatory against any employee who doesn't align with their political beliefs on things that now a lot of uh, uh, job trainings and a lot of... Um, the continued training that employees get within a company are now including a lot of these political ideologies, which should not matter for them to be able to do their job. The companies should not be pushing these political ideologies onto these employees, and they should just stick to training them to do their job. But they've gotten too deep in a lot of that, and so it is pushing people out of their jobs. One of those political ideologies that is being pushed is critical race theory. We won't get into the uh, the details of that in this video and have a huge debate about it. Uh, but essentially, critical race theory, in my perspective, is a uh, very discriminatory and ironically racist ideology. Um, and essentially, the premise of it is, is that your race is the most 
important thing that you should be treated differently based on your race which I'm pretty sure completely rejects the whole civil rights movement that this country experienced uh, in the 60s where they were trying to push the message of no your race your color none of that really matters what matters is that you're a human being and I'm a human being and we're going to be treated equally because we are equal under God um, but critical race theory wants to push the message that we are not uh, to be treated the same, um, that we are to be treated differently based on our race and color and everything else. So huge problem, and it has infected uh, many companies training their employees and adopting these ideologies in order to keep their job. So it's a big problem. Oh, and with the whole political ideology thing, there has been quite a few people that have lost their jobs because they have said certain things on social media or joined certain social media apps um, that aligned with a certain political belief and they lost their jobs over it. So it really is happening. Number five reason is decreased freedoms and increased stomping on of human rights. Um, employees have been in constant battle for many years with the regulations from the government regarding their rights. Often what is a human right outside the office seems to disappear inside the office. And some of it is legal because some rights really only limit what government can do, um, but not what a private corporation can do. But because the government has gotten involved in heavily regulating private corporations, it's as if the government is still restricting those rights, just more indirectly. So they've they've found a, a way around the Constitution, and it's a big problem. Now, another freedom that has become a huge, uh, hugely debated and contested topic right now is the recent mandates requiring employees to get vaccinated. Um, that has been one motivator for people to quit their jobs, and especially consider freelancing, where you have total control over what you put in your body. Medical freedom is a term that is often used to summarize uh, this issue, that you get to choose what goes into your body. Um, and um, that includes any kind of medical treatment or pharmaceutical drug, and it includes vaccines. Um, for a government to mandate that, it's completely unconstitutional. The federal government does not have that power. It's always been left up to the states. And going through the doorway of a government agency like OSHA to get employees uh, to be vaccinated is extremely criminal, and it will not hold up in the courts, and they know it. They just wanted to see how many companies they could scare into establishing their own company mandates um, because of the threat from the federal government to mandate it. It is only a threat it's not an actual mandate. They don't even have the details hashed out yet, nor do they even have the enforcing power to actually enforce it. Um, it is simply a threat, and they want to see how many companies will uh, give in to that threat and establish mandates because of it. Um, so regardless of what you believe about public health, vaccination is a personal and private choice because the whole point of vaccination is to protect yourself. So who cares if your neighbor has a vaccine or not, as long as you have the choice to get it to protect yourself if you want to and you believe that it works, then great. 
Uh, medical freedom is an extremely important principle where you get to choose how you treat your own body medically. Whether that's a vaccine, whether that's having Tylenol when you're sick, you get a choice over how or what goes into your body, what gets injected into your body, and how you treat medical issues or health issues. So that's not only leading to firings, but it's leading to people quitting. And that is one, not the only reason for this rise in, and I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what the numbers are for September and October um, as a result of this, this new mandate that didn't exist in August. Now, let me remind you, when somebody quits, they usually don't qualify for unemployment, which means these people are willing to take a really big risk in quitting with no prospects of what will come next. Like, that's really important to understand. These people are choosing to quit, knowing that they don't qualify for unemployment. The number six reason is the grind. People are starting to wake up to how much life they're missing when they're working 40 plus hours per week in a stressful job and have very little flexibility. They're, they're burnt out. And ironically, because there's such a labor shortage, more work is being put on the people that have not quit, causing them to work 12 hour plus days with little to no extra pay, causing them to burn out, leading to more people quitting because they can't handle the extra workload. Um, so it's just a, a vicious cycle that has begun. And the bubble has finally burst. And the way we work now has to change. The way we work has to change. Companies and the whole economy has to be, in a, in a sense, reset um, to accepting uh, that people need to be able to work less. They need to spend more time with their families. And, and to me, the ideal amount of work per week is around 25 hours. That's how much work I put in per week. And it gives me ample time to address personal and family needs. And it gives me uh, that work-life balance that is so important. I don't think you need to be working five hours a week. Um, that's, uh, there's very little uh, uh, that you can do to pull off that. But hey, 20, 25 hours a week where it almost seems like a part-time job um, is very reasonable and more companies have to think about how they can pull that off. How can they pay these employees the same amount of money um, but have them work less? And I've had other videos talking all about this, how when you're working less and you have more work-life balance, you actually get a lot more done. Most employees don't have a productive 40 hours. Most employees accomplish what they need to accomplish in under 30 hours per week. And the rest is just kind of just messing around, not really having focused work. Um, these companies, they will do just fine if all of their full-time employees worked 25 hours a week. And yeah, some of that means that we as consumers have to get used to not being able to shop 24-7 or get customer support 24-7. Um, we have to be okay with that, that maybe shops won't be open seven days a week all day long because they're paying employees to work less hours. And it will all work out in the end, <laughs> but the things need to change. So overall, many people that are quitting, they're not rushing into another job because they know they have a lot more bargaining power and they're trying to figure out what they want fulfillment out of that next job. They don't want to just get in the exact same situation they were in before. So they're trying to take some time uh, to, to figure it out and they're living off of savings or pandemic stimulus or their own financial 
smarts. So yeah, these people could end up finding another job that respects the flexibility they want. Um, and some companies do provide much better work environments than other companies, but it's still a gamble on whether you get everything you want. You're not going to get everything you want as an employee. Compromises still have to be made. Uh, with freelancing, there are no compromises. You get to work exactly the way you want to work, when you want to work, how you want to work. And that's why 25% of people are considering freelancing. That's why 10 million people are considering freelancing. And what uh, people don't realize is just how many jobs you can do as a freelancer. You can almost take your exact employee job and just do it as a freelancer. Almost any employee can find some way to convert their employee resume into a freelancer portfolio. I have a video all on that. Go ahead and check that out, how to convert your employee resume into a freelancer portfolio where I dive in deeper and how to do that. Now with freelancing, you have to be willing to do more than just show up to work, log hours and get paid. You have to know how to run a business. You have to know how to do sales. Uh, you have to know how to keep finding clients to be able to have that income coming in. And it's hard at first until you gain those skills. And it's hard until you have a system in place that, that establishes you as a freelancer that you have in a flow of clients that can projects that keep coming in. But it's far less stressful than a normal employee job, I can tell you that. And I have so much more work-life balance as a freelancer. I rarely get stressed out and burnt out from my work. And I enjoy my work and I enjoy what I do and I only work around 25 hours per week. And it's enough to support my family off one income. My wife does not work. And I can keep increasing my income exponentially to beat, to way beyond beat inflation. I've been able to increase my income by 30 to 50% per year since I started freelancing. That's compared to 3% on average that employees get in a raise, which now doesn't actually keep up with inflation. That used to be the inflation rate. It's much higher than that now. Um, but I'm able to increase my income by 30 to 50% per year without increasing my hours. And that is important. Most employees think, oh, to earn more money, I just got to work more hours. But you'll get into a whole different world when you're freelancing. So if you're considering leaving your job and you're thinking about freelancing, be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Chad Gravelese, or follow me on Rumble and visit airlight.tv where I'll, you'll get resources on how to get started in navigating this transition from employee to freelancer safely while being able to put your family first. With that said, I hope you have a great day.